Not much fizz. No. That does it. Um, it's Craig's brand it's, lemonade. Yeah, Craig's lemonade, and we've also got Craig's gin. Before we say anything, yeah, good idea. I've just got to um, ask why. So I've just arrived to Europe, bit of Chimps HQ. Oh wait, I'm gonna have to stop you there a second. Oh, oh that's nice. Poured a can of uh, Craig's brand lemonade into my uh, pint glass. There, and it is very uh, cloudy, and there's some it is. mysterious I'd... lumps in it. I'm not sure I trust so... it, to be honest. Um, um, you were saying? Yeah, I'm just wondering why you've hooked me up to a lie detector um, as I arrived here. Oh, we don't need to talk about that just yet. How about the sponsors? Let's do the sponsors okay. instead. Um, so I'll start if you like. Yeah, you can on. pour the gin. I'm gonna pour us some. Uh, Gin. Craig's gin. Oh, do you want to pour your own amount? Just like? pour me in. I don't really mind. It's easier this way. Is that enough? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure how strong it is. You've got a pint of lemonade. You don't <laughs> normally pour pints. There we go. You a do it. You do, you do it, Craig's. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, so sponsors. What's well, this been like? One minute forty into the show and. Uh, all we've done is pour drinks so far. There we go. I'm going to pour a smaller portion to begin with. That's the smart way of doing it. That's about half and half, I think. Hmm. Um, okay, so sponsors. Uh, this one reads verbatim. I'll read it. Um, I'm Harry Lemming. I'm not Harry Lemming. The sponsor is. Mm. Um, and I'd like to welcome you to Harry Lemming's Car Showroom. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, we've got all the cars. Every brand they've got. Really? And they've listed them all here. Ford, Vauxhall... Subaru, Toyota, and of course, Alfa Romeo. Of course, the best one. Yeah. Uh, we're offering two cars for the price of two, and you can't say fairer than that now, can you? Um, I guess not. Uh, uh, you better not be saying that's unfair. This is him saying this. Oh. Um, I didn't serve in two nuclear wars to be told I'm some two-bit car bloke with a large gut. I have the fairest deals in town, and you... You, you know what? You're barred, all of you. I'm closing the showroom. Ah, that's what he's written. Oh, he's written that down. So the showroom's closed. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. But thanks for the sponsorship money, anyway, yeah. Harry Lemming. Um, I'm nice. sure if you reopen your car showroom, I'll uh, certainly drive by it one day. Yeah. I won't stop, but I'll just drive past. We're also sponsored by Craig's. 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 Craig's, 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 uh, long time sponsor, uh, long time sponsor, dump it. So yeah, Craig's Bar, obviously they've provided us some with their Craig's Lemonade and Craig's Gin, which is going down a treat, I must say. It is, I'm wincing with every sip. <laughs> yep. And this weekend at Craig's Bar, uh, it's the Spicy Anus Awards. Oh, again. I haven't been to one of those. They have it every four years, don't they? Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's a big one this weekend, um, literally. And here's some nominees. The nominees for the Spicy Anus Awards. Mark Commode. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, we've got Roy Walker. Yeah. Former host of Catchphrase. Right. That was his catchphrase on, on the show, Catchphrase. Yeah. 
And uh, Randy Richard, Richards, who's nominated for a post posthumously. Wendy post- Richards? Yeah. I don't remember who that is. Uh, she was in EastEnders. Was it Pauline? She, yeah, she played oh, okay, Pauline. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. With uh, Mark Fowler, her son, he had AIDS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Diane Abbott, up yeah. for an award, British uh, MP. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Paul Shue. Paul Shue. Yeah. yeah he's had a great year, to be fair. Yeah, and the ceremony will be hosted by Future. Hmm. The rapper. Yeah. So there we go. Looking forward to that. He's got a big affiliation with Craig's Bar recently. Yeah. Have we got any more sponsors? We do. Uh, we're sponsored by another um, classic on Peter Chimps, uh, Clark Allen's Big Store, mm. um, which is now offering a free tin of Craig's brand ravioli with every ninth customer through the doors on any given day. Uh, be the ninth customer several times over the course of a day, um, and you'll have yourself a ravioli party. How are you? Oh, so you'd be the ninth. So once you get to nine, it resets. Yeah. To one, and, and then, then you can... yeah. So then you can come in as the eighteenth, but technically the ninth. Yeah. And so on and so on. Uh, if you know um, your nine times tables, you could have a lot of ravioli on your hands. Yeah. That's um. Good. <laughs> so uh, so get on down to Clark Allen's Big Store, and we'll sort you out good and proper with a free complimentary R. Kelly cassette oh. of greatest hits. Um. After all, you're the world's greatest. Uh, under 14s go free, parking not guaranteed, no entry between 8.59pm and 9.01pm due to restocking of the shelves. Oh, yeah. So there you go, Clark Allen's Big Store. Uh, we're also sponsored by Big, 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 Big Fellow. Yeah, important to get that in. Anyone else? No sponsors, but this is, of course, as we all know, a very important episode, episode 39. Mm-hmm. How are the wires there, by the way? Are they still stuck to you well it's a bit uncomfortable yeah I can't, I can't move much my movement is fairly limited but I am still hoisted in are we gonna I can confirm that's true uh, you have okay. so it's working yeah um, I'm a little bit nervous about what is gonna be asked of me now but yeah anyway you were saying um, yeah this is of course episode 39 it's a big anniversary it's today... <laughs> milestone episode yeah well it marks uh, two weeks to the day since we recorded the previous episode of Pit of Chimps. Oh, yeah, it does. A very important anniversary. It's the yeah. one-week anniversary of the last episode. A two-week anniversary. Yeah. Two, um, the, the, yeah. And you'll remember... The fortnightery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you remember, of course, all that time ago, we gathered here in this very room, which has come to be known as Pit of Chimps HQ, or the Jungle, as some of our yeah. fans like to call it. We've had several over the years. Yeah. HQs. Um... We were sat in these very same seats and we set out to embark on a journey, a journey which we're still embarking on today and hopefully for many more years to come. So today let's celebrate this landmark moment, two weeks since we recorded the last episode and to celebrate I've got us the Craig's, aforementioned Craig's Gin. And Craig's Cloudy Lemonade. And Craig's Cloudy Lemonade. Yeah. There we go, so very important episode. Let's have an air horn. Beautifully timed. Um, I got some interesting news. Uh, the mm. fruit rankings this week was cancelled. What? Uh, there was a bomb threat at the fruit HQ, oh, and so. Um, but I did send some emails out, and I got in touch with the um, some people from a different organisation. Um, um, this isn't going to go down well with the fruit board. Well, I don't know, but we've got this week the spice rankings. Oh. So. Um, they sent me the spice rankings and I'm ready to uh, deliver on that. Let's have it then. Okay, so at number five, it's a Chinese spice blend. Oh, I do love a Chinese spice blend. Mm, it's got some star anise in it, some five spice, 
even though I think that's technically the same thing, um, and some other things. All, I don't know what they are. All you could ever want in life, really. It is. Um, Variety is the Chinese spice of life. It is. You could say it's bedtime in China. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the number four. Uh, how's the brown roast-like substance? Uh, no, it isn't that, but it's sorrel. Sorrel? Sorrel, yeah. Ah. S-O-R-R-E-L-L. -L, sorrel. And what kind of spice is that? I've never had it. Ah. Well, not knowingly. Mystery spice. Yeah, I assume it's probably aniseedy, mm. but I don't know. I've never had it. Okay. Um, and number three? Take a look at these neurokinetics. Now I have had this one. It's catnip. Oh, a classic spice. Mm, one of the best. Yeah. Uh, well, the third best, actually, this week. Yeah. Um, and number two. It's uh, Bob Hoskins mm. from the film um, Brazil. And um, Super Mario Brothers. And Super Mario Bros. Is Magnus Opum. Super Mario Bros. featuring Bros. the 80s pop. Magnum Opus, I mean. I confused some of the letters in that. Though. What did you say? I said Magnus Opum. <laughs> I meant Magnum Opus. But whatever. Yeah. Um, um, it's this gin. <laughs> Craig's super spicy gin. Yeah. Should we bother with number one on this? Or I'm quite excited to see who could it is. could just skip it. I think we should see who it is. Everyone's invested. Though. All right, then. At number, number one. Uh, it's Hing. <laughs> what? Hing. H-I-N-G. Hing. Hing? Yeah, Hing. Is that a spicy? It's a, oh, a spice. Is it, it is a spice, and it's um, a spice that people sometimes um, substitute for garlic. I'm told. Oh. Yeah, people who don't like garlic or have a garlic allergy can add that to food, and it replaces it. And it's apparently good for your gut health. Hing. So, hing. It's got a funny name too. <laughs> so well, there um, we go. Anyone listening, get some hing. Where can you get hing from nowadays? You gotta hing it up. Yeah. Um, you can get it at most, like, you know, world food stores. Ah, okay. But you might have to ask, because they've got it on special... special behind-the-counter sort of... Ah, yeah. Under-the-counter sort of deal. Okay. Hing. Hing. Yeah. Hopefully future sponsors of the Pit of Chimps. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe Another they'll get on board. Spice, spice so, it up. Are we going to have the Fruit Rankings back next episode? <sighs> I don't know. Fruit Paul's gone off the radar. Never, I haven't heard of him. So a lot of people are going missing who are affiliated with this show, to be fair. Yeah. So. Maybe the uh, Meat Rankings will come back. I doubt it. Not if I've got anything to do with it. As a devout vegan, of course. Yeah. Is this gin vegan? Uh, I don't think it's got any animal extract in it, but it might have human extract. Oh, well, I was thinking that about the cloudy lemonade, to be honest. But yeah. Um. Okay. That's that's uh that's spice rankings. Spice rankings. Excellent. There you go. Um, on this day. Yeah. In uh, this is just some facts, <laughs> things that happened on this day. It's... Well, I'll be the judge of whether they're facts or not. I've got you hooked up, so. Oh, that's true. We'll see. Um, on the tenth of April. That's a fact. In 1987, Thomas Edison invented the Kit Kat. That's true. It's, it's come through as true. In 1967, mm -hmm. on this day, the Beatles released their classic album. I'm spicy, you're spicy, come on, let's all be spicy together. Just checking that for authenticity. Yeah, that's true, that's according true. to what I'm seeing here. This has turned into a very spice-themed episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and finally, in 1954, on this day, Queen Victoria ate an egg sandwich. Mm, that's also true. Mm, three truthful facts that's about things that happened on this day in the past for you there. So, listeners, you can take those facts and... 
tell them on maybe a first date to impress mm. the ladies. It would very if you're much a man impress. or a man if you're a lady. Yeah, it would impress. I'd impress me for sure. Would you like to hear a celebrity letter? Oh yes, we please. received this week. Um, so it reads: Hello there, chimpos. Hello to you. Um, I hope you're well. I was thinking about you guys when I was listening to your show, and I thought I'm going to write Simon and Tom a letter. So here it is: signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, have you guys ever heard of apple rotation? Um, the idea of rotating an apple. Uh, well, I don't know. Let's have a look. Um, I've just gotten into it as a new hobby. Basically, you grab an apple and you hold it in front of your face as you rotate it. Mm. Uh, it's fascinating stuff. Anyway, I need to go now as I've got unexpected wrist surgery. Maybe uh, from rotating the apples, I yeah. guess. Uh, keep it spicy. Oh. Uh, Sandy Toxvig. Hey, friend of the podcast. Big Sand. Let's have a round of applause for Sandy Toxvig. There we go. Keep it spicy. It is very spicy this episode, isn't it? Yeah. And on that note, speaking of spicy, I do just have to let our listeners know that the provisions contained in this this regulation are without prejudice to the provisions contained elsewhere in these regulations and any prohibition or restriction arising otherwise than by this regulation on the employment of any person. Mm. That's very true. Get that out of the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you like some? Would you like an intercepted letter from? I've intercepted for you. Yeah, you've been intercepting my mail for quite some time now. Yeah, Um, this one looks very interesting, though. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll have it if it's for me. I don't know, they're a digital company, but they've sent you an analogue letter (laughs) instead of an an email. Let's see what they're saying. This is from uh, Digitized Crypto Services. Oh, what does the logo look like? They've got a lovely rectangle, uh, purple rectangle, with their um, company name written in Chiller font. Nice, classic. Um, Very professionalized. Yeah, white with a yellow uh, glow. Like glow around uh-huh. it. Yeah, uh, quite so a large glow. Maybe there's some some shadow there as well. I see on the side. Yeah, the shadow's going outside <laughs> of the rectangular logo, which is interesting. It looks. I thought mm. it was a smudge, to be honest. Oh no, it's, but, uh, it's <laughs> looks like a shadow to me. Anyway, let's get into it. It's all written in Comic Sans as well. Well, that's good if you're dyslexic, because that's apparently the best font for um, reading. And it's the most professional. It so. is very professional. Uh, it st- says, hi, Tom. Word digitized, and they must be American, because they're spelling digitized with a Z. Oh, okay. Maybe they are. Um, digitized crypto services, a highly respected cryptocurrency exchange offering fabulous rates to all our clients on the best cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, XRP, Ethereum, and Craigcoin. Craigcoin is new, ah. I've heard, on the market. Good to see Craig getting their the crypto currencies. fingers into more, more eyes, more anuses. Holes, yeah. Uh, we write to you today on this day to offer you our new grand rates, written in capitals, Ooh. where you can buy any currency at a rate twice lower than it's worth. You're starting at a massive loss, but who knows? Uh, maybe one day you'll be swimming in cryptocurrencies. Fake money is the new real money. So what do you have to lose, cunt? Wow. It's a, they make a good point, but it's a very strong ending to that sentence. Yeah. And fake money is the new... I mean, fake everything is the new real... Yeah, it is, yeah. Really, we are... Yeah. Um, digitized cryptocurrency, crypto services has many celebrity clients using our digital wallets. That sounds very reputable. Um, yeah, let's see who they are. We've got a Terry Wogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, although he's no longer alive. <laughs> uh, Leonard Nimoy, again, no longer living. Uh, Scylla Black, I think she's passed away also. Um, Christopher Lee, is he still with us? <laughs> I think he's dead. Oh, dear. Uh, so Terry Pratchett, he died recently, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. I, or maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. 
Uh, Wes Craven, I think he's still alive. No, I don't is think he? he is. No, I think he died. What? When did Wes Craven die? Oh, quite a while ago. And Lemmy, who is dead. Yeah. Um, so what do you have to lose? Well, my life, by the sound of it. <laughs> That's not a good... Uh, I don't want to join that list. Great celebrities, though. Very good celebrities, yeah. Mm. Uh, get in touch with us. We can speak all languages, so it is not a problem. That's good. Mm. We're super. How many reliable. languages can you speak? Uh, two. Which are uh, English, yeah, and Craig's. Oh yeah, of course. Um, we're super reliable and provide a legitimate and risk-free service. Crypto app. Um, Tob Kryptian and Roman Pavlyuchenko. Oh, uh, well, if they'd have mentioned Roman Pavlyuchenko was involved. Earlier, I would have definitely gotten on board. Mm. I don't know about Tob Kryptian, but or Kryption, Tob Kryption. <laughs> I think that says Kryptian. Kryptian. So um, yeah, what do you think? Are you in or? Well, now that I see Roman Pavlyuchenko is in mm. everything he's involved in, it ends up good, doesn't it? So yeah. he still plays, by the way. He's in the Russian third division. Oh, I'll yeah. start following her. And he's thirty-nine. Good lad. But he's also thinking about his future after football by getting into crypto services. It's the place to be. Cryptocurrencies. Was, uh, can you confirm whether the statements there were true? Maybe it'll help me understand if they're true, if the lie detector says it's true after I read it out. Well, no, because it goes on your doubt. Uh, it doesn't work where I just read things out and it'll tell you if it's true or false. No. Oh, that's a shame. No, sorry. Um, I'm not even sure if the original things... The facts you said earlier on were true because it only goes on like yes or no sort of oh well statements. Um, yeah. Do you want to hear about? Uh, oh, do you want an animal challenge? Oh, go on, yeah. So last week, last episode, I should say, uh, we introduced the animal challenge. We did. And you got zero out of five. Mm. So hopefully, maybe you'll do better this time around. Room for improvement. Yeah. So what this time? What I've done is I have. Taken. I've been out in the field recording animals making noises. Okay. And I've recorded some sounds. I'm going to play them to you, but I have slowed them down. This is slightly different from last time. Each week is going to be a different animal challenge. Okay. It's uh, constantly evolving. Like uh, animals are. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to play you a slowed down sound of an animal, and you've got to guess what it is. I'm, I'm there. What animal is this? Was that, that was it? Actually, that was actually a sped up one. So some of them are slowed down, some of them are sped up. But can, yeah, can, I, can I hear it that? again? Yeah. Uh, Bear sounds... in mind, it could be sped up by up to like 500 times. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a. a chimp. Oh, uh, close. Like, um, I'm thinking it's the. Yeah. Sort of it noise. Was, it was a, a sped duck. up. It was a duck, I'm afraid. Ah, oh, it was a duck. Do you have the normal speed, or... Um, no. To prove it, it was a duck. I've got it somewhere here, but it'll probably take too much time. Okay, don't so worry about we'll, it. Uh, the fine. listeners can imagine the sound of a duck being played now. Yeah. Just there we go. Just record that bit of the episode and slow it down in a music <laughs> program. Yeah. And, and you'll see that it's a duck. Um, what about this one? Sounds like some of the rooms at Craig's Bar when you walk <laughs> past them, but uh, I'm gonna guess it is a uh, like a, a lion. No, that was a chimp. That was a chimp. Ah, oh. slowed down. Down. 
Um, okay, next. <laughs> what about this one? to the ears of anyone listening to this uh, with earphones on but um, I have no fucking clue what that is it was like a uh, some sort of like Eskimo that's like riding on a bear <laughs> close it was it was a cow ah, close uh, you've got two more so you're zero for three so far what about this one <laughs> Dastardly seagull. No, it was a dolphin. I can hear it now you've said it. Yeah. Uh Zero for four. Last one. This is your last chance. Here we go. Which animal is this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's difficult. Um, I would say a. um, Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, please. Um, is that an ostrich? Close. Mm. It was JK from Jamiroquai. Ah, damn it. The finest of all animals. Yeah, say. he is. He's got a lovely coat and hat. Yeah. I remember his hat. Well, there we go. Zero for five again. Ah, as always next time. Yeah. That's a good one because everyone can play at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see if they got any. If you got any, uh, let us know via, I don't know, Twitter or email or something. Or write us a letter. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, would you like some job offers? Yes. I, yeah, I need a job. You do. Um, so last time you were doing, I don't know, something with Juggalos. I can't remember what it was. Um, Toilet inspector or something. Yeah. Um, so this time, if you don't accept any of these job offers, we will stop you benefits. Yeah. Um, so the first one is Mosher. Oh. Um, you'll become a full, in capital letters, Mosher, um, complete with Bernie's brand jeans, yes. um, a Slipknot hoodie, and checker patterned Vans brand daps. Lovely. Um, all eyeliner and black hair dye will also be provided. Um, you will then make your money via osmosis. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. S- slightly skeptical about the osmosis factor, but. Mm. But have you ever seen a Mosher working anywhere? Oh. Yeah, they always have money to buy things like, you know. Bernie's jeans and yeah. drugs. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And I do have experience. Like, have you ever, like, gone to a McDonald's drive-thru or something, and then they open the little thing, and then the mosher puts his head out? Yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, no. So, possible? Is Sometimes it... they have mosher mascots, but they're not actually working there. They're just, like, yeah. hovering around. Yeah. So, um, interested? Yeah, potentially interested. I have experience of being a mosher. I did yeah. spend some time as a mosher in my youth, so... Yeah, same. Everyone did. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone who mattered, anyway. Yeah. So you're interested in go, to go back to that lifestyle? Uh, it's a bit of a worry. But let's see what mm. the others are. You didn't work during that time, I remember. No. no. So anyway, um, flyer person. Oh. Um, you will hand out flyers in the town centre, advertising the nightclub. Uh, when people arrive at the nightclub, um, the nightclub will already have a large queue. Um, so you can rest assured your job is entirely worthless. Um, but we kind of just like polluting the streets with our paper-based advertising. 
Um, you will be classified as self-employed, so any money you are able to make during your flyer in uh, will contribute entirely to your wages. Ah, okay. Um, so you won't get paid by the flyer people, but if you can make some money on the side somehow, you're allowed to keep that. Right. It's a very cynical offer, this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's almost uh, nihilist. Yeah. What what club am I doing it for? Because if I was doing it for Craig's... It's not Craig's. Uh, no. It's Brian's club. Oh, I hate Brian's club. Mm-hmm. Everyone fucking hates Brian's club. And it's not spelt with an I in the middle, and it's not spelt with a Y in the middle. It's spelt with a Q in the middle. Yeah. Just, ah. Uh. Well, I can tell you I'm not doing that. No? Okay. Um, and the third option is Juggalo Businessman. Oof, now we're talking. Um, I'll read it verbatim. Mm-hmm. Yo, we got to get them dollar bills, and you gonna be getting all up in them Juggalicious business contracts from Czechoslovakia, boy. Uh, come up with a business plan, because we ain't got any ideas. Uh, we gonna be making big jug splash, so you best be signing them business contracts from Czechoslovakia, G. Uh, wash your ass before you apply. Oh, I like mm. the tight with the the tight to um, Czechoslovakia. Yeah, they spelled it right the first time, but wrong the second time. Yeah. Um. Well, so it's be- it was between Mosha or Juggalo businessman. Yeah, it was similar anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, lots of uh, ties to the two. Uh, I'm gonna go with Juggalo businessman. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> just got yourself a job yes talking of jobs um i've been we've been getting a lot of um cvs in for the roman reporter position oh yeah because we lost lamb dallas our roman reporter and what what happened with quaverly beverluke <laughs> timberly wimberflex that's all. uh well he um got arrested and he's no longer with us oh. the police had, well, they killed him yeah Oh. There was a vigil in the town centre for him recently. I don't know. I R.I.P. didn't see you there, so Timberley. I guess you didn't know. Um, but I've whittled them down to one, and I just wanted to see if what you think. Okay, let's hear him. Um, I'll, I'll let you have a look. Okay, at it. let's have a gander. Uh, oh, this I like the layout of this. CV it's very professional, isn't it? Uh, so this is a CV for Rod Socks, and he's got his initial there on the other side. R.S. Yeah, this is re- maybe we could put a a photo of this on the, the Facebook. I'll do that later. On the Twitter, on the face, and the Facebook. We'll put it on both. Yeah, Rod Socks, Roman reporter. Here we go. Objective. I'm looking to use my weeks of experience in a meaningful way. You hear me, player? Well, that's mm. nice. That's the objective. And is that in a? That looks like a nice font. Uh, yeah. I can't place which. Fo- I recognise it, but but each section seems to have a slightly different font, which yeah. is interesting. What shows his creativity? Yeah. Here's his skills, which is written in chiller font. <laughs> classic. Which is a classic CV font. you got to love it. I am absolutely bloody enormous. That's good. And therefore, I am able to beat large crowds of reporters clamouring for interviews. Shows, That's important. Yeah, he's quite robust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have an extensive criminal record, and so I work in an unhi- uninhibited manner. That's really important that for could be useful. nowadays as well. That could be useful. Because he could like sneak into places and... Yeah. Not have to worry about his, you know, criminal record. Yeah. I mean in so this far, industry it actually goes for you rather than against you. Yeah. Uh here's some of his experience. Uh static reporter Quex U E K S. I guess that's the company he was working for at the time. Okay. Uh from February till March this year. 
Oh, okay. Not very long, but let's see. For this role, I was tasked with standing still in a spot and holding my microphone out. Sometimes people would come and speak into the microphone. I would go home at the end of the day, separate the insults from genuine content, and write articles accordingly. Sounds about standard. Yeah, yeah. standard reporter. Sounds pretty good. Job. And uh, that was written in uh, Comic Sans. Oh, well, yeah. Good font. Um, and then his other experience, running reporter for... So that's the opposite to his previous job. Yeah, static reporter and running reporter. That's good, he's got both. Yeah, he's got all the experience. Doesn't need it. And who was he uh, working for there? Uh, Big GZ News. Oh. This is from December to January. I was asked to run around town interviewing people. I was not allowed to stop running, but did receive some interesting audio clips, including a three-hour interview with Yuri Geller. Sizzling... <laughs> Well, that yeah. sounds good. I guess Yuri Geller was running next to him, given the interview. Yeah. He's the guy who bends spoons. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't remember the 90s. Friends with uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Yuri Geller's window of fame, the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Along with Mystic Meg. Yeah, and Mr. Motivator. Yeah. What a great time the 90s was. <laughs> it was a great time to be alive. Um, so, yeah, I mean, an interview with Yuri Geller, that's a big scoop. He's got all the experience needed. Static and running. Here we go. Let's see what his education is, though. Let's mm. see what he's got here. AS level media studies. Um, to be confirmed, is that his grade? I guess he, yeah, I guess he hasn't finished it. Oh. Uh, at Egmore College and Grill. Oh. One of the best colleges in the country. <laughs> it's one of the best media colleges. And Grill. Um, I hit it up with the big AS media, waiting for my results, but you know I did it big. Okay, so he is waiting for his... But he's done it big, so... He's a confident lad, isn't he? Yeah. And then he's got six GCSE qualifications mm. um, from the Pork Academy High School. That's a good one. Yeah. One of the best. Got all those qualifications, boy. All six were grade E, so I passed, and there ain't nothing you can say about it. It's, it's true. It's true, yeah. Similar to mine, actually. Yeah. But, you know, look at me now. Exactly. And then finally, he's got some volunteer experience um, or leadership. He says, I volunteered to clean my grandma's undies once. Uh, this was declined, but my drive and enthusiasm cannot be denied. Well, that's true. Drive and enthusiasm are very important. It's true. And he's got some links, I think, at the bottom there. Is it links? Email, Twitter handle, telephone, LinkedIn URL. So he, he hasn't filled in <laughs> what they are. But it's overlooked those a little bit there. But, um, that's, but maybe that's if you press them, it'll like take you to them, like a link. Yes. Can you hear a phone ringing? I'm trying to press the telephone. I don't think it works. Uh, no. Maybe that's just for the digital version. Oh, well. Well, Rod Sox, we'll I get mean, in touch. Yeah. If we're interested, we'll be in touch. Maybe we could bring him in for an interview. Maybe, Maybe. we could interview him for next episode. Maybe. Or there could be a little bonus feature. We'll, we'll see. Whoa. weed every day. <laughs> There you go. Indeed. Um, on that note, I do have to let our listeners know that the Secretary of State of Defence may, in the interest of national security, buy a certificate in writing exempt any of the home forces, any visiting force, or any headquarters from those requirements of these regulations which impose obligations other than those in Regulation 16 to 18 on employers. Mm. Well, I would agree with that. Question? Um, Simon, yes. question. Mm-hmm. If you could get any football team yeah. to do any type of dance mm-hmm. in any location yeah. to any song, yeah. what football team, what dance mm-hmm. 
what location and what song would you choose? Ooh, that was a lot of questions there. So <laughs> can you talk, can you talk me through them one by one? Question. Um, football team. Uh, I'll pick my football team, Aston Villa Football Club. Aston Village. Yep. Um, and the location. Where are you going to put them? I will put them in um, the Millennium Dome, now oh. known as the O2 Arena. Okay. And uh, what dance would you have them perform? The polka. Ah. Mm-hmm. And finally, what song would you have them polka to? Uh, Fed Le Grand, um, put your hands up for Detroit. Oh. <laughs> A lovely city. And oh. so on. Okay. You didn't there see that go. one coming, did you? No. Yeah, there you go. Good choice. Maybe polka into that until the cows come home. Well, um... There we go. Maybe our listeners can envisage that for a moment here. Mm. Or get in touch with the club. See if they're interested. Yeah. And maybe they'll do it for charity. Any Aston Village fans listening, mm-hmm. email the club. Actually, not just Aston Village fans. Any fans. Anyone listening. Any human beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any human being on this planet, email astonvillage at uh, hotmail.com. Yeah. And demand that they perform a polka to that song yeah. in the O2. Mm-hmm. There we go. Do you want to hear um, what I've been up to on my week? Not really, but yeah, go on then. Uh, so I've been listening a lot to Seven Days by Craig David, and it's inspired <laughs> what a song. me. Uh, yeah, the greatest. Um, it's inspired me to start making a journal of what I do each week. So oh, okay. In is, the style of this song? Uh, well, I've kept it brief. Okay. It's not about, um, at the moment anyway, so far it hasn't been about um, making love to ladies and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I just thought I'd make a little note about the highlights of each day. Mm-hmm. So here we go. So on Monday, um, I paced around my living room reciting passages from the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Okay, yeah, nice. nice. Uh, on Tuesday, I cried into a sock. Can I get an air horn for that one? Yeah. There's a delayed air horn there. Um, They're some of the best air horns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, I visited my dentist's waiting room to do some high-end waiting. And I would oh. recommend, if anyone wants to do some nice waiting, uh, Lanishan Dental Centre, a very nice waiting room they've got there. Nice. Very I used to do a similar thing in the opticians on Albany Road when I was a kid. I used to go there and just eat their mints. Oh. They're very nice mints. They were like soft mints, but nice. Ah, nice, yeah. Mm. And then they told me to get out. Listeners, if you know of any nice waiting rooms, give us an email, uh, pitofchimps at gmail.com. Let us know if your, your favourite waiting rooms. Gmail. Sorry, Gamal. Mm-hmm. Um, on Thursday, I watched six hours of Babe Station. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Good day. Very exhausting was that day. But... The daytime ones or the nighttime ones where it gets a bit spicier? It started off daytime and it went into early evening. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, I fell off a bike. On pavement? Yeah. So was, it, was, it was all right. That's pretty good. On Saturday, I cried into a bowl of soup. Was the tears interacting with the soup? Yeah, it's oxtail. Oh. Well, I guess you're giving it a bit of extra salty seasonings. Yeah, it mm-hmm. tasted nice anyway. Mm. And on Sunday, I did a rufflecopter. Ah, oh, good old rufflecopter. Yeah, good way to end the week. For anyone, do you want to explain a rufflecopter for anyone not from the early 2000s? Yeah, it's when you like laugh so much that you fall on the floor and then you spin around like a rotation and then you take off. Yeah, like a helicopter. Yeah. And you fly around. It's quite dangerous, but... um. If you do it enough, you can control where you're going. Mm. If, but yeah, if you're experienced enough. Well, yeah, it was how um, Evil Knievel died, I believe, trying to rufflecopter. It was. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that sounds like a great week. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Question? Mm. Questions. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you could choose to own any calendar... Yeah. Um, but you can only have one month in the calendar. Okay. What month would it be? And what celebrity would you have pictures of in the calendar? And what... Um, holiday would you like highlighted what do you mean <laughs> so you know calendars by the holiday bit I understand what the calendar is but yeah what do you mean by the holiday so calendars have uh, holidays highlighted in each month so like obviously Christmas and alright then I'll St. have Patrick's Day and things uh, like that I'll have um, September that's my birthday month okay um, I'll have my birthday highlighted yeah okay and I'll have um, ooh I love Paul Pogba. Oh, there you go. No, I'm not having Paul Pogba actually. Oh. I'm having Rene Descartes. Oh, the classic. Oh, that's the philosopher. So you'll just have to have photos, uh, paintings of him, no photographs. Yeah, no, I want photographs. Of him. Ah, yeah. And on that note, I'm going to take you to the existential zone. Oh, <laughs> a new new segment. Here yeah, on the show. Don't know if that warrants the air horn. If we, not the air horn, the siren. Do we have the siren? Uh, I'll take an air horn. That'll do. Hang on. Let's let's have this. This is. Uh... I think that's probably more fitting than the air horn. Yeah. Um, so Tom, uh, let me present you with a question. Um, why do you think? Question. Okay. Why do you think? And before you answer this. Allow me to provide you with the answer. Oh, okay. Um, you think, therefore you are thinking. And that is the famous quote by René Descartes. Yeah. Um, and I'll furnish you with a thought of my own, um, devised from my head, because I am him and he is me. Um, do you follow? Yes. Um, Will Smith, what do you think? You can answer this one. Okay. Uh, decent man. Okay, I'll now provide you with an opportunity to present me with a different answer. Oh. Horrible, man. Um, are you happy with this answer now? Because if you're not, I can press this button here and refresh the question for you. I can tell you now, I am aghast. Oh, can I refresh the question? Yeah, I'm just going to refresh that. Um, uh, what's going on right now? Um... We're recording this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have I told you? My eyes have floated into the next horizon. What have you told me of your eyes? What? Can you um, re- refresh the question? Yeah. Question? Um, can I interest you in Botox or Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, so what do we have up next on the, on the show? <laughs> oh. uh, that well, was the existential zone. That was very, very uh, enlightening. Yeah. I'll tell you what we have next. We have the Musings of Parsley La France. Oh, yes. That's a nice segue into it, actually. Yeah. Um, can we have... Have we got a bed, a music bed for this? Oh, uh, yeah. Like some sort of classical music or something? Yeah. But not the poetry one. A different one. What about... Just something. Some piano? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that's just nice, yeah. Um, so he writes... Hi, everyone. I'm lying in bed, nude, 
a slither of sun beaming through the slightly parted curtains and lashing my body in the manner only the third host of Pit of Chimps could deserve. Again, he's not the third host. No, of he's not. Um, my manservant for the day, Giles, has brought me some breakfast in bed. I have half a pint of Onken yogurt um, with a silly granola. A silly granola? Mm. Um, yogurt is a funny thing, isn't it? Is it? I suppose. Um, I remember the first time I had yogurt, and it hurt my tongue due to its general spiciness. I think he's eating Craig's yogurt. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, I have adapted to the complex flavours over the years, and now here I am, in my luxurious condominium, eating mouthful after mouthful of the creamy goodness. Um, of course, since my co-host Simon is fully vegan, again he's not the co-host. <laughs> he's not. Um, I should note that I have a vegan alternative to yogurt in the fridge, but it's no good to me. No. Um, um, I'm sure he'll be pleased to hear. This. I'm not pleased to hear this. Um, my arms are hurting, but that's another story for another time. Okay. Um, last night I was playing a Sega Dreamcast and recalled the time my mother threw a fridge at me for leaving my heroin spoon next to her cherry flan on the kitchen countertop. Goodness. That's extreme. Yeah. Um, I didn't know we hired somebody who had a heroin addiction previously. Well, we're open-minded. Here. We are. Um, nonetheless, I had the last laugh when she died of leprosy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, I think I'll get up soon, but long, not long before a long overdue service in. Okay. Um, these have been the musings of Parsley LaFrance in brackets me. Um, that's what he writes. I'm not Parsley LaFrance. Um, on behalf of Pit of Chimps, um, third co-host out. He's not the third co-host. He's I don't know why he's thinking co-host. that. I might have to have a word with him. Yeah, he's getting a bit big for his boots. I'm going to send Parsley LaFrance a bloody fax. Yeah, good to hear know. from him. Though. It is good to hear from him. He sounds like he's having a lovely time. And on that note, I do just need to let our listeners know that Paragraph 1 shall not apply to any duty imposed by these regulations on an employer to the extent that it relates to risk inferred into in Regulation 16 to an employee or which is contained in Regulation 19. So please bear that in mind. That's true. And on that note, it's time for the lie detector test. Oh, oh. Um, is this why I've been hooked up to this lie detector this entire episode? Believe it or not, yeah. Um, the lie detector test is not, I should say this beforehand, not in any way affiliated with the local authorities. Um, it's yes or no questions, okay? Yes. So, Tom, I have you all hooked up, and I'll start with a nice simple question just to yes. ca- calibrate. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So, Tom, is your name Tom? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Um, and have you ever visited a local establishment known as Craig's Bar? Yes. Okay, great. I think we're calibrated, so um, we can move on to something a bit more serious. Oh, dear. Um, so do you know of the whereabouts of former roaming reporter for Pit of Chimps, Lamb Dallas? No. Okay. Um, so try to answer these questions honestly now, okay? okay. Not like the previous one. Honestly, um, do you understand the meaning of facial context? No. What? <laughs> and and would you say bananas are green when they're unripe, and then yellow when ripe, and then black when they're overripe? Uh, ripe. There's a there's a line in between. Yes. Okay. Um, and do you personally know anybody by the name Louis Figo? Personally. Yeah. Yes. Okay, interesting. Um, are you living in Cardiff right now? Yes. And did you know I was interdimensional? No. Okay, fantastic. That's everything we need to know. Oh. Um, we'll we'll be in touch. 
Okay, can I remove the light attack to... You can remove them now, yeah, if you want. Okay, if you okay. want. They look nice. Oh, maybe I'll keep them on. Nice fashion statement. Shows yeah. that people that you're true and honest. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, if everybody went round with a light attack to test on permanently, yeah. the world would probably be a better place. It, well, definitely. Yeah. People would know then. Speaking of um, truth, mm -hmm. I think it's time... I mean, we have already had a very classy episode, but let's get... Continue the class. Let's get continue the class. Yeah. Let's get continue the class. Let's get, get continue, continue the class. Let's get, Let's get continue, continue the class. And we're going to have the Pit of Chimps debate. Now, Whoa. every episode here, we like to have a very important debate. And the resolution for this uh, episode's debate is, be it resolved, the staircase in the movie Vertigo is mm. the best smelling staircase in the world. Okay. So I am taking the position of being for the resolution and I'm going to put forward my argument for why I believe this is the case and then you're against the resolution. You're going to put forward your argument why this is not the case. Okay. Um, here we go. So this is my argument. <clears throat> I'd like to begin my case by pointing out that the staircase in Vertigo is made of wood. Mm. We know this because there are accounts of Alfred Hitchcock exclaiming while filming the scene that he'd never seen wood like it before. And we all know that wooden staircases are the best smelling staircases. But don't take my word for it. As Plato wrote in The Republic, I am the wisest man alive, for I know one thing, and that is that wooden sm stairs smell the best. If one of the greatest thinkers of our time agrees with this sentiment, then surely it must be true. You may respond by pointing out that there are plenty of other wooden staircases in the world, and that's true. But how many of those, those staircases can claim to have had both Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak's beautiful feet grace them? The answer is none. Mm. And then there's the story of Mr. Hitchcock himself having an encounter with the staircase that would forever leave an indelible stench upon them. The story goes that while filming the scene, Mr. Hitchcock was feeling rather tired and decided to sit down on the steps to take a quick break. He'd just finished eating his usual lunch of 17 hard-boiled eggs and a packet of pickled onion space invaders when he started feeling a turning in his stomach. He was in the middle of a conversation with Kim Novak when his anus released an outpouring of what was later described as the most unholy of gases. There's rumours that it wasn't only gas that was released from Hitchcock's arse that day, and many film buffs still flock to the staircase to inspect the brown stain that reportedly still besmirches the steps to this day. Now if the fact that these stairs give you the opportunity to smell the insides of one of the Earth's greatest filmmakers isn't enough to convince you of this resolution, then frankly, you don't deserve a no nose. Ooh. And that is my argument for the resolution that the staircase in the movie Vertigo is the best smelling staircase in the world. Now, I, you're going to have to put forward a fairly compelling argument against that, so why, why is it that you think this particular staircase is not the best smelling staircase in the world? Okay, I would say that this um, staircase is not the best um, smelling staircase in the world. Um, what was it again from Vertigo? Vertigo. Um, <laughs> Vertigo. <laughs> because um, in the film Vertigo, as you remember, there's the large fire mm -hmm. um, that takes place. And sometimes I think in a film's fire 
can mask the smell of the staircase because of all the smoke. Um, mm-hmm. So with that in mind, um, I would say that the best staircase smell is not the stairs from Vertigo, but in fact the stairs from Naked Gun. Oh. Um, the stairs where the pram falls down the stairs. Oh. Um, and everyone's shouting, oh, my baby is in the pram, stop the thing. And then Liam Neeson, is that his name? <laughs> he has to, like, run down. You're thinking of uh, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, Les- no. Dennis Nielsen. Dennis Nielsen. <laughs> has to run down the stairs and um, prevent the baby from crashing into a, a parked taxi, I believe it is. Mm. Um, now, the stairs, I should add, um, a stone, uh, like a marble sort of stone I don't know what they are Um, and they're rounded on the edges so it it allows for quite a smooth um, descent for the pram Mm. Um, and I believe they probably smell lemon fresh because the the local council probably cleans them often I don't know where the film's set but um, OJ Simpson is in the film as well Uh, classic legend Um, and uh, and he's probably tarnished it with his uh, aromas as well So there you have it. So, yeah, you have it, listeners. So maybe we could put this to a poll on Twitter for our listeners to vote on who wins the debate. Yeah. Is the staircase in, in the movie Vertigo the best smelling staircase in the world? Vote mm-hmm. yes or no. The poll will be up by the time you hear this, hopefully. Maybe. Uh, if, maybe. I, if, I, if I remember. Remind me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got a poem, if you'd like to hear that. This is... Uh, the classiest episodes we've ever done. It's a beautiful poem as well. Can I get the poem bed of music? Uh, is that possible? Which one is the poem bed? Uh, I don't know. You have a classy poem one that's nice and I'd like to present. Some light jazz? That'll do, yeah. This is the poem one, yeah. This is, this is it, I think. No, this is the smell of stairs one, but I'll take it anyway. It's good enough for me. Um, this poem is called Images. Okay. Ahem. <clears throat> JPEG, TIFF, PNG, BMP, Wireless Application Protocol Bitmap Format. There you go. That was a beautiful poem going through all of the The images images. you can have. Yeah. The types of images. Very good. Yeah, I went to a Michelin star restaurant recently. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but I've got the menu, and you can tell me if you would be interested in any of these things. Okay, you don't know what it was, what the restaurant was, though. I think it was called, like, Banana Terry's or something. Okay, um, let's go with that. Banana Terry's. Banana Terry's. Um, so, I had the vegan option for all the options, obviously, but yeah. I've got the menu for here, and you can just tell me which whether or not you're interested in any of these you know what would you what you would have had basically if you were there? Okay. Um. So the starter options were um uh, a flattened lobster wang, um with a onion syrup sauce. That sounds delicious. I would have. Oh, what are the other starter options? Was that the starter? Well, I'm just saying. Are you would you be interested in that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, a chilled carrot and foxtrot soup. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'd choose the other one first. Mm-hmm. Um, action Bronson and mint infused chipping forecast. That's number one. Yeah. Uh, and the vegan option was a shot of water, uh-huh. which is what I had. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds good. Which, which, what would you have added from the starters? Uh, action Bronson and mint infused chipping forecast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the main course options were a roasted ox footsteps with a robot and cherry demi glaze wrapped in a poor man's wig. Oh, that, was the that first sounds one. good. Yeah. 
sounds lovely. Um, Turkish otter whiskers served in at an imitation child's birthday party. Oh. Uh, the child's not imitation, the birthday party's imitation. Okay. Maybe not then. Uh, giant pork hand. No. Uh, and the vegan option was baked potato with abstract beans. I'll go with that. I like a bit of abstract beans. Okay, that's interesting. You know, you picked the vegan option, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and the dessert options, there was no fish course, thankfully, because I hate fish. Mm. But the uh, the dessert options were um, a chocolate-coated heroin needle flown in the same day from Davao in the Philippines. Oof. Sounds lovely, yeah. Um, human eyes with a scrummy toffee sauce. <laughs> scrummy toffee sauce. That's what it said on the menu. Mm. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, frozen American cheese slices. Okay, so that's just slices of cheese that have been frozen. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm. And the vegan option was mango sorbet. Uh, I'll go for the mango sorbet. Oof, there you go. Michelin star. Yeah. Uh, I might go back to Banana Terry's again to see if they got anything half decent. And on that note, I do just need to let our listeners know that these regulations shall, subject to Regulation 2, apply to and in relation to the premises and activities outside Great Britain to which sanctions 1 to 59 and 80 to 82 of the Health and Safety at Work Act, etc. Act 1974, apply by virtue of the Health and Safety at Work, etc. Act 1974, application outside Great Britain, Order 1995, as they apply within Great Britain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they need to know that. Yeah. So just... Bear that in mind, listeners. Question. Simon, question. Okay. If you could pick a uh, pocket of any celebrity... Okay, yeah. Which celebrity's pocket would you pick? Mm-hmm. Which pocket would you pick? Okay, which what side? Which, which, which side? Yeah, so which pocket, which celebrity? Because um, they might have a coat with many pockets. They might have trousers with pockets. Or a shirt a bag. pocket. Yeah, there's okay, many yeah, options. Yeah. Uh-huh. So which pocket, which celebrity, mm-hmm. and what would you hope to get from, from the, the pocket? pocket? Yeah. Okay. Um, my celebrity would be Rodney Mullen, the skateboarder. Uh, is he he's still alive, yeah? Yeah, he's still alive, Good. yeah. He's Good. still skateboarding. Oh, brilliant. Um, and I would select the pocket of his, uh, his sock, the sock pocket. Oh. The pocket that you have sewn into your socks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I would hope to get... Is that the last bit of the question? Hope to get out of it? Yeah. yeah. And I would hope that he would have... Um, uh, I don't know, a kinder surprise in there. Oh. But like a vegan one. A vegan kinder surprise from yeah. Rodney Mullen's sock pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Moot Boogsley. Mm. Um, should we give Mr... Eddie Spagball Thompson uh, Thompson the ring from Amazon Peem yeah to present our movie ideas yeah I think that's probably a good idea I'm really uh... it's probably a good idea because Anne Friends are here waiting to do their rendition of a, a popular song oh yeah they're, they, they're getting the early 2000s actually. I believe it was let's um... they need to go because one of them has um, band practice with a good band later on oh and, and one of them is opening a can of beans well, you can't go wrong. And they're not, they're not even abstract or nothing like. Death Star Droid. Here we go again. <laughs> Fucking trying to. Battery seventy percent. Seventy is a good number. Oh, normally it connects less. Battery seventy percent. Mobile device not found. Re- connected to. IPhone. There we go. <laughs> um. So I've never had a. Um. I haven't had a film. Connected. 
disconnected. It's just disconnected. So, so I'm winning three and zero so far. I think. Yeah, I've never had a film funded by, oh, by four or no. I've been on the phone with JC Potato, by the way. Uh, that is he behaving himself? Because he sounds. Oh, like he's a nightmare. He's like just like the insistent on like he takes control of everything in the film, and like I've just given in to be honest. I'll just let JC Potato run away with it. There we go. Okay. Spyball speaking. Hello, can you? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. This is Eddie Spagball. Hello, Eddie Spagball. This is uh, Tom and Simon from the Pit of Chimps podcast. Hola. Ah, hey guys, how are you doing? Very how good. are you doing today? Beautiful. Good. Have you had your cream egg? Fantastic. No, no, I, no, it's not. What time is it? Oh, true. It's What's... a bit early, actually. We're earlier today, aren't we? Yeah. It's yeah, too... you know, guys, I usually have it about three o'clock, and uh, Julia is not in the office yet, so... Uh... Oh. And she's the one. Is he here? Oh, here. I can see it, but you know she's bringing it to me, so I don't know. I'm waiting for her. To me. Oh. oh, we're getting some strange interference going on. Where you? Okay, hopefully that doesn't happen too much. Um, I think before we start, you, yeah, you're still there. Uh, before we, hello? yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. Before we start, I think we've got to raise some concerns about um JC Potato. Yeah. Simon's been working with oh. him on um, what was the film called last? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still working with him on Kemp's Wife. Obviously, that's an ongoing. Yeah, project. that's the one sticking at most of the times. So that's why I can't remember the last one because we haven't started on that yet. Yeah, but um, uh, do you want to yeah, raise some course. concerns? Well, yeah, JC Potato. He kind of wants to have full control over every element of the project, including completely rewriting the scripts and stuff. So. Um, yeah, I've just been having a few problems with him, but I'm sure we can iron it out over time. Yeah, yeah, you know, guys, and I think that this was one thing that I was a bit worried about, was that he would get maybe a little bit too involved, because I think that the thing is that he's so, you know, he's so passionate about this kind of thing, about, you know, films and stuff like that, so. Yeah, oh, well, you even know, guys, the- like even wanted to do the soundtrack and he can't even play any instruments or anything apparently so i don't know how he's going to manage that no 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 he used to play in a lighthouse family <laughs> did he oh you didn't tell me that yeah well i told him to, to not tell you because he's a bit embarrassed about it but uh well i've told you now anyway that makes so, sense I you suppose. know try not yeah you know you know it was here it was a Good lineup at the time when he was in there. It was him. It was uh, a guy on bass guitar called Gravy Kelvin, who was really really good. And you know, they called him Gravy Kelvin because he had like the most delicious fingers when he played the bass. Uh, so yeah, you know, you can talk to him about. I've told you now, so you can talk to him. Maybe that's something you can talk about. And you know, like maybe that can you can like build your relationship. On our, on our, like the topic of music and a lighthouse family. It's so possible. why don't you try that? And I got the feeling that when you do, your all your concerns will just wash away. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Well, that yeah, so- sounds promising. Um, who do you want to hear from first this week? You know, guys, I think that will maybe who whoever went whoever went first last week, not that person. <laughs> um. Shall I go first? Go I can't on, remember. You go, you go first. I think you did. I think I went. For, I don't know. You go first. Okay. So let's go. 
I've got a really special movie proposal here. I'm hoping to, for it to be the first that'll be uh, funded by Am Amazib Peem. It's, it's kind of like a Pokemon type of thing, but Ooh. it's a, a play on the Pokemon theme. The film is called Emperor... It's a play. Go on. What? A Pokemon <laughs> playing? It's, it's a play on the Pokemon theme. Oh, it's like similar yeah. to Pokemon, you mean? Yeah. Oh, not a Pokemon play. No, um, about, play. about the theme um, of Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's a future. That'd be a good idea. Hopefully uh, by future. Yeah, maybe JC Potato could do the music to that too. Yeah, yeah. and Gravy Jones, whatever his name is. Oh, what's his name? Gravy, Gravy Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. Yeah, Gravy Calvin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this film is called Emperor Wang and the Little Bastards from Hell. Here's the the uh, plot. In a top-secret lab in China, the evil genius Doctor Wang, who will be played by Eddie Murphy, hopefully. Um, creates a batch of powerful creatures with the intention of using them to take over the world. He refers to the creatures as his little bastards, and they include a Big Popper Pump, who is a muscly, psychopathic, ape-like creature with superhuman strength, and he'll be played by Andy Burnham, the uh, mayor of Manchester. Um, we've also <laughs> we've also got Hardcore Mouse. He that is a uh, mouse that's into happy hardcore who can travel at light speed, and he'll be played by Gary Boosie. Uh, we've got Disparate Owl, an owl with multiple personality disorder who will be played by French and Saunders, and we've also got uh, Junket who is a goat. Um, Doctor Wang unleashes his little bastards on the Chinese government and takes over the country as Emperor Wang. In response, President Joe Biden, played by Machine Gun Kelly, um, declares war on China. President Biden creates his own batch of little bastards known as the Big Boy Bantz Brigade, who will all be played by Deep Roy. Nice. Uh, the Big Boy Bantz Brigade uh, battle the little bastards in a six-hour battle scene spectacle until they've all died, at which point President Joe Biden and Emperor Wang shake hands and agree to live together harmoniously forming a new continent known as the United Democratic Chinese States of the American Republic. Ooh. And that's the end of the film. Wow. That, I mean, you know, again, guys, like, this is the same thing with you guys. It's all about the big vision. And yeah. I love it. And I love it, guys. I just love it. You know, and you're taking it to a new level this time. You're taking it to the political level this time, the world mm. level, the world vision, the world leadership level. Yeah. And I got to be honest, guys, I like it. Yeah, and Machine Gun Kelly has confirmed he is on board to play President Joe Biden. I think it's a fitting. Uh, I think he'll do a really looks good like job. Then he looks like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be really good. And I think that you know the characters that you got, these little bastards. They sound really interesting. And, you know, I think that you could do some kind of, like, backstories with them. Uh, mm. Like, you know, the Popo Pumpo one, it sounds good. Uh, I think yeah. there's some good, there's some, there's some things in that. I really Lots of spin-offs. You could have spin-offs for each, like, Junket. Uh, we were thinking about doing a Junket spin-off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell me, what, what do you see uh, from this character, Junket? Please tell me more. So he's a goat 
we haven't cast him yet, but the casting is totally open. You know, I, I thought I'll give JC Potato something to have control over there. Um, but Junket is a goat from the land of Afghanistan. Ooh. So there's a whole backstory there that we could do a film about. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, listen, guys, I think that you know we could do some on location filming there. Uh, you know, you know, I got a good contact over there in Afghanistan. I got, um, um, you know, I, 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 have you heard of? Uh, he used, to, I can't remember who he used to work for, but uh, he now he, he he's a good way in. Uh, he's called Big Chief Pistachio Man. Big, Big Chief Pistachio Man. Yeah. He, oh, he, yeah. he, he, uh, he can get you in to Afghanistan. Let's put it this way, guys. He's got the keys to Afghanistan, you know? So It's a big lock. It's a big lock as well, that, to be fair. It's a Winnebago. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, yeah I said it's a Winnebago. Good. Uh, yeah, and listen, guys. You know, if we want to do the, the Junket spin-off, then, like, you know, we can do some on, on, uh, on location... Filming uh, Fantastic. Yeah. I don't I think, think we do really want to do that, though. We're going to have a spin-off for every little bastard in the film. Okay, well, you know, one one step at a time, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, of course. Well, Simon, do you want to give your... Yeah, um, uh, we've gone with similar markets here, because you're proposing yours to the Chinese market and the Afghanistani market, and so am I. Um, ah. So my film has a working title of The Ballad of Johnny Wang, um, and I was thinking it could perhaps star Martin Yan, uh, the star of Yan Can Cook and um, the Thai Lemina, um, as Johnny Wang. Um, it will be directed by Jay-Z Potato, obviously, um, and will feature a soundtrack by Shaq O'Neal and, I guess, Gravy Kempton or whatever his name was. Um, so Johnny Wang is a typical human in a dead-end job. Um, his husband has left him and he has just been fired from his job as a window cleaner. Um, he is ready for a new challenge in his life and so decides to hit the streets late at night to make some big yen um, selling his physical services to whoever is willing to take on the task um, oh like a prostitute yeah exactly yeah um, so uh, several years go by and Wang's body is ravaged and broken uh, he has developed a heroin addiction um, which has used up much of his big yen until one day he meets a businessman, a Chinese businessman, sorry, um, by the name of Ken, who was played by John Goodman. Um, Ken is a large individual uh, with a powerful business suit. Um, he tells Wang he no longer needs to work the mean streets and puts an arm around him, breaking his malnourished clavicle in the process. Um, he brings him home in a limo and orders expert medical care to his million dollar condominium. Easy for me to say. Um, over time, Wang recovers and Ken cares for him, providing the finest clothes, food, and even financially funds his heroin addiction. Um, they fall in love and Big Ken provides for Wang with his big yen. Um, the film ends with the duo getting married and they head off to their honeymoon. Um, in a post credit scene, uh, it reveals they are spending their honeymoon in a heroin den in Afghanistan where Wang shows Ken how to shoot up for the first time. That's my film. Wow. That's, you know, you know, again, I think that, I don't know what to say about this. You have got 
Uh, wait, wait, wait. Go, go, go back to you. Uh, Johnny Wang. Who is to play Johnny Wang? Um, Shaquille O'Neal? What? No, no, no. <laughs> Martin Yan, um, the TV chef from the 90s, from oh. Yan Can Cook and the film ah, uh, The yeah. Pia Lemina. Yeah, yeah, and he's available. He's totally available, yeah. Okay, he's available, that's good. He's confirmed, actually, I've, I've had a chat with him. Via it's really facts. interesting how both of our films include Wangs and, by extension, Afghanistan is involved somehow. And China. And China. It says something about the geopolitical situation of the world at the moment. Well, you've got to market it to, you know, the big big money. Big guns. Absolutely, guys. And, you know, these are issues right now that JC Potato is really interested in. Because, you know, it speaks to his background. It speaks to his history. You know, you know, he's, he's, he, he made his money, like, you know, his background is crazy. It's, he's like, he's an Italian, Irish, Chinese, German, Afghani, Italian, Italian, American guy. So, so this is like really important to him. You know, but I have to say that the films, they are quite similar, uh, you know, in many ways, but not all. So, you know, it might be one that you have to speak to him about. Uh, and, you know, he's in the office now if you want to speak to him, but... Should we get him on the? Should we get him on the line? Why not? I'm, I'm willing to speak to him. Let's speak to JC Potato. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, JC, Miss J- JC. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the, the one. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey, JC. Hey, JC Potato here on the line, talking to you. Live and in person. Hello, JC. You all right, fella? Yeah, guys, I'm good. I wanted to say that I'm so happy to be on board with Amazon and my friend, Eddie Spagbow Thompson, has brought me here today to you. I'm so glad to be a part of this, guys. I'm so glad to be making these films with you. Well, we're happy to be working with you too, um, JC. Um, and what, what? Hey, that's Mr. Potato to you. Sorry, Mr. Oh. Potato. I was just about to ask you what JC stands for, but if I'm not even allowed to call you JC Potato, then I guess I shouldn't be asking that question. Quite right. Oh, no, I'm only kidding, guys. It stands for... Uh, 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 Remix. Club. Jolie Club. Jolie Club. Jolie Club. No, I think it's Jolie Club. Jolie Club. Are you related right, to the match, the Macho Man Randy Savage? Who? No, I'm not. Who's you, that? You mean Macho Mandy, Randy Savage? Macho Randy Rand, Mandy Savage. So, JC, uh, you have to pick which uh, one you're going to go with. I presume you you were on the call, you were listening. Which film do you think you're going to want to direct out of the two? Oh, yeah. You know, I really like the sound of the Wang one. <laughs> that, was, that was my one. Oh. Emperor, Emperor Wang and the Little Bastards from Hell. No, it was mine, The Ballad of Johnny Wang. No, it was Emperor Wang and the Little Bastards from Hell. Wang it up. Oh, guys, I'm so glad to be working with this, with you on this film, this Wang film. 
Ha! I look forward to speaking to you soon. I'm gonna put back uh, Eddie back on for you. Okay. Okay. Nice to speak to you, JC. Speak to you. I look forward to working on this project with you. Um, okay, I do. Guys. Yeah, does. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's like confirmed the Wang one for you guys. So um, that was my one, Emperor Wang and the little bastard. It was uh, the Ballad of Johnny Wang. Oh, this what? Is, we might have to go to court. We might have to settle this one in court. Mm. Well, you don't have a good yeah, track I, record in court. I know the Shadow Master firsthand. So. Maybe we need to speak to Spag to, um, at a later date to settle this. Your son. Your son, Spag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, guys. What the, the thing with Spag, my son? You know, it's been it's been crazy. You know, you know. Like I said before, we tried to build our relationship, rebuild, but it's just going. You know, it's not working. Do it. Uh, I'm gonna try. Hang on, I'm gonna try calling him in now. Uh, hang on, let me try calling him and see if he'll join the call. If uh, we might okay, have to edit some really of this time. Uh, what's his name? Doesn't he normally go to soft play like on Saturday? <laughs> like uh, Michael Spag, the son of Eddie Spag. Ah, here Thompson. we go. Here we go. The Amazon team executive. Oh, I've accidentally put him on hold. How do I get him both? Oh, I'll, I'll merge calls after. When hopefully he answers. I'm not. I'm not saying my film again. You can just go by the titles. Which yeah. Come on. Spag it up, son. Oh. Welcome to the uh, EE voicemail. We'll leave him a voicemail. Sorry. Let's leave him a voicemail. Oh, it's too late. I've merged calls. Let's leave. Let's all leave him a voicemail. We're all gonna leave Spag a voicemail message. After you finish your message, just hang up. Or to hear more options, please press one. Yeah, boy. Hello, Spag. Uh, this is the Pit of Chimps podcast. We've got your father, Eddie Spagball, on the line as well. Hello. Uh, so we're at a quandary. We just need you to decide on something. Um, so just, just, Quickly. yeah, just one Quickly, or two. Do you, Eddie, do you want to give him a little message? That he is your son, after all. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, uh, Spag. Uh, please pick up. You know, you know, Daddy misses you. Um, I think that we need to work through our relationship. I think that you know, I think that the guys want to talk to you about the film or something as well. But you know, we need to build. We need to build. We need to move forward with our relationship. Okay, Spag. So, yeah. so you call. You call us back. You know, and and when you do get back to the guys, can you like leave them your number or maybe I'll just get your number from the guys? I don't know why you're ignoring me, but yeah, please call back. Daddy loves you. Okay. So, um, Tom, you give him your movie title, and I'll give him my movie title. My film title is Emperor Wang and the Little Bastards from Hell. And my one is called The Ballad of Johnny Wang. So, pick which one you want, and let us know. And I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, and we'll put it on the, the Twitter. Okay, Love I'm going to hang up, and I'm not... I think this is going to end the total call. So, Eddie, we'll uh, speak to you in two weeks' time. Yep, and send my love to JC Potato as well. I will, guys. I will. Yeah, I'll I, I definitely tell you that. And yeah, we'll speak in a couple of weeks. And hopefully, you know, all this like you know, this craziness will be resolved. And uh, yeah, we'll get Spag on the call too. We yeah, we'll do a Spag ball uh, spag session. Special. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye. bye. Goodbye. Call ended. Oh, there you go. There we go.
very interesting call. Very undecisive. Yeah, we uh, don't. We still don't I'm know. Pretty which sure film. in my film, but um, whatever. Um, so I've got some. F- well, I'm not finished. I've got some female oh. names for you. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> you've got some female names for me. Okay. Just some females. I've been thinking about what names are female. Yeah. And um, at this point, I'd have to offer you a selection of traditionally female names. Yeah. And whichever one you choose is yours to keep. For the the, the name. For forever, yeah. To take on myself or to give to other people as you I give, see you fit. You can do what you want with it. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna put. Oh, it's not plugged in. <laughs> what are you gonna do? That'll do. There we go. I was just gonna put a little air horn in there. Nice. We're so um, slick with our production. Yeah. Um, so here's some female names. Traditional female names for you here. Okay. Um, Tiffany. Yeah. You, you interested in that? Good one. Too. I think of Tiffany um, McCutcheon's. Oh, Martin Ma- McCutcheon's Ma- character in East Enders. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a very yeah. EastEnders. It's very no wait, yeah, it's a very EastEnders themed thing. You mentioned Pauline earlier. Paul, yeah, we'll um, get them all on both. So the next one is a quandary. Quandary, that's which a good is one. a word you used in the call previously. Yeah, um, it's all tying together weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is Gillian. Well, Gillian Anderson, of course, from the X X X Files. Yeah, the X X X X and. Um, American Gods, where she played David Bowie. Yeah, and Evolution, where David Duchovny was in it. Um, As next, David Bowie. The next one is uh, From Bone. Ah, that's a good one. Mm. From Bone, uh, from uh, doc, uh, Dr. Parnassus, what was that film called? His Dr. Imaginary. Dr. Parsnip's Glorious Emporium. Yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, the next one is Pauline, which ah. is the name of Pauline Fowler. Yeah. F- um, from EastEnders. Yeah. You interested in that, Pauline? No. No. Uh, Pom- Pompeii? Ah, Pompeii. Yeah, I'm interested the in that. The site of the uh, Mount Vesuvius disaster. Yeah. Um, Everyone's favourite disaster. Yeah. Um, Carly, spelt with a K and an I at the end. Ah, yeah. I was thinking C with a Y, which is. But mm. K with an I yeah. is more interesting. Mm. Like the great Carly. Yeah. He was in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, rightfully as of, so. As of two days ago. Rightfully so. Mm. Up there with Andre the Giant. His speech was beautiful. Um, <laughs> and, of course, uh, the last option here is Silicone 3. Oh, yeah. T- up there with uh, all the previously mentioned female <laughs> yeah. names. So which which you one you said. fancy in there? Uh, I'm going to go with Tiffany. Ho! <laughs> so there you have it. Another episode in the books. In the books. That was a long one. <laughs> How long it was. did that go on for? About an hour and twenty minutes. Um, and the uh, and friends are pissed. So should we introduce them for the final? Yeah. But I will say to the listeners, it was an hour and twenty minutes. You'll never get back. Yep. And email us. Email us. Twitter us. Just search Pit of Chimps. You'll find us. <laughs> Tell people about us. Please email us. <laughs> Please email us. Because we've got a, a Gmail account just sitting there. Um, I haven't heard back from the Electric Boys who emailed us before, so oh, yeah. they probably lost interest in whatever it was they originally emailed us about. <laughs> just tell us who you are. Retweet us, like us, tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your pets if they want to listen. Yeah, they I'd, do. I'd like to hear from some pets as well. Some pets during thunderstorms like to have it, uh, headphones on because mm. they don't like the thunder. And I think our voices would be soothing for them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, uh, to play us out, 
Um, I don't know why I'm doing it through my hand. Um, and friends with their um, beautiful uh, rendition of Sweet Like Chocolate, uh, which was a song from the early 2000s mm. by Shanks and Big, Big uh, Foot Silver. Yep. Give it up. Holla. Woo. You bring me so much joy. Yes, we like chocolate boy.